Hey, everybody. It's the wake up for Tuesday, July 21st, 2020. Here's what's happening in the entertainment industry, media biz and social platforms, where, as you may have heard, August 12th is no longer the day that Christopher Nolan brings back the U.S. box office. Plus, Netflix, ABC News, FX, Twitter, LinkedIn and Apple Music all making headlines. And of course, a check in with my favorite non-alcoholic brew, Athletic Brewing. Also, HBO put out a pretty great trailer for their upcoming documentary looking at the mental health of Olympic athletes uh, after the Olympics. That one's called The Weight of Gold and hits HBO and HBO Max uh, next Wednesday. And the link to the trailer is, of course, in today's episode notes. And now over to Hollywood. It's looking like Warner Brothers is throwing in the towel on making Tenet mark the grand reopening of the U.S. movie business. The Christopher Nolan movie will no longer open on August 12th with a new plan to be announced, quote, imminently. That will likely have the movie opening internationally first and have an old-fashioned 1970s-style market-by-market release here in the U.S., playing where it can for the time being and moving to other cities as they open up their theaters. Or if. When that will start exactly is the speculation of the day, but the second week of September is the date cited by sources in the deadline piece, but uh, will await official word. By the way, that Russell Crowe Road Rage movie, Unhinged, is still slated to open next Friday. But uh, Mulan, all eyes are now on you. The early 1990s got together with 2020 yesterday as Denzel Washington and Julia Roberts are teaming up for a movie at, say it with me, Netflix. Or I guess it's really a re-teaming for you hardcore Pelican Brief fanatics. The movie is from Mr. Robot creator Sam Esmael, who will direct the movie called Leaving the World Behind. Not a bad idea right now, uh, which is based on a book coming out this fall. As for the story, a white couple rents a house in the countryside with their teenagers, but the black family who owns it soon returns to the house from the city after a massive blackout takes hold. Soon after that, the internet, TV, radio, and landlines all cut out. Landlines. Sonic booms emanate scattering animals, and everyone freaks out that books become the only remaining form of entertainment. I think the ending's still a work in progress. Uh, No word on a price for the project, but according to Deadline, who broke the news, it'll be in the nine-figure range. Pose creator Stephen Canals is developing a new limited series at FX called 81 Words, according to the trades. It'll focus on the efforts to change homosexuality from being classified as a mental illness and is based on a This American Life episode. Stephen is now writing the script and will exec produce as well. And let's round out with some Paul Shear. He's going to recur on the upcoming CBS All Access animated series Star Trek Lower Decks, which uh, launches in about three weeks, according to Deadline, on August 6th. So uh, hopefully he's already begun recording. Next up, over to the media biz and social platforms. With Apple Music teaming up with the Versus Instagram TV series, ABC News parting ways with their SVP of talent, and more details on the Twitter hack last week from the New York Times. Plus, today's pop quiz. Which, as you might have guessed, is all about the Pelican Brief today. Of the two stars, who had the top billing in the uh, 1993 John Grisham thriller? And what was its U.S. box office? We'll give you an over-under of uh, an even 100 mil on this one. The answer, after a break for a non-alcoholic beer from Athletic Brewing. So it's going to be another day where I swept through my t-shirt within about the first 10 minutes of my daily socially distanced walkabout. But thankfully, I have plenty of ice-cold athletic brews in my fridge to cool off with when I'm done, after I stick my head in there for two minutes. Uh, It's the perfect way to finish a walk, a run, or even a jig if the move strikes you. The crisp, refreshing golden ale is just 50 calories, or if you want something with a little more juicy hop character, their fantastic run-wild IPA just has 70 calories. 
Best of all, they ship to all 50 states, so go to athleticbrewing.com slash shop. The shipping is free when you order just two six-packs or more. I think the total on my last shipment was like under 30 bucks. That's athleticbrewing.com slash shop. The direct link is at the bottom of the episode show notes because, well, I just copied it over from yesterday's podcast. It was pretty easy. And now the answer to today's pop quiz. The Pelican Brief starred Julia Roberts and Denzel Washington in that order on the poster and just barely crossed the $100 million mark with $100.8 million at the U.S. box office. So congrats to people taking the over. And in 2020 money, that would be about $180 million. Wow. Thank God I paid for my ticket in 1993. Now over to the media biz and social platforms. The New York Times reported that the Twitter hack last week looks to be a bit less nefarious than it seemed. Not in its effectiveness, they were able to hack 45 of the 130 accounts that they were targeting, but they apparently only accessed the DMs for eight of them, and none of those were verified accounts. It seems like it might have been more of a lark to see just how much money they could make on the scam, and not a larger evil plan to take down the site, but either way, it'll certainly make next week's big tech congressional hearings a lot more lively. There's, I guess we call, some ironic news coming out of LinkedIn this morning, as they're laying off about 960 people, or about 6% of their workforce, according to the Wall Street Journal. The cuts at the Microsoft-owned company are mostly in the sales and talent acquisition groups, and are at least somewhat due to decreased recruitment efforts and job postings from companies in COVID times. ABC News is making one big job cut, announcing that their SVP of talent and editorial strategy, Barbara Fedita, will not be returning to the company, according to the trades. She was suspended last month after complaints about her making racially insensitive comments and overall just not great interactions with ABC News talent over the years came to light in a deep dive at the Huffington Post. Many of those uh, unfavorable interactions resulted in several million dollars worth of payouts and settlements to talent. Separately at ABC News, though, they promoted Rachel Scott to White House correspondent. She's had a pretty fast ascent at the company, joining ABC News as a PA just four years ago, according to the announcement release. And uh, Bob Costas is joining CNN as a contributor, mostly on sports matters. Apple Music's made a small move into video programming, signing a deal to be the home for the popular Versus Instagram TV series started by Swizz Beats and Timbaland. That's where two music artists or producers kind of have a rap battle, but using their most popular hits with live text commentary from the audience, as you do on IGTV. The series will still be shown on Instagram, but will now also be simulcast on Apple Music, which will then become the home to stream past battles as you like, according to Variety. The next battle takes place tomorrow as Snoop Dogg battles DMX, so be sure to wear your Y2K finest. And just one new programming note today. David Gelb's latest season of Street Food hits Netflix. The six-episode collection will focus on the food of Latin America. But we'll round out with a congrats to mama-to-be Nicki Minaj, who did her pregnancy reveal yesterday on Instagram wearing jeans and a t-shirt. Uh, no, wait, I'm told it was a series of pictures in very colorful and elaborate bikinis. Uh, yeah, that makes more sense. And a posthumous congrats going out to Juice World, whose final album, Legends Never Die, had the largest opening week of the year thus far, selling just under 500,000 album equivalents to open at number one on Billboard. He died back in January after going into a seizure from a mix of Oxy and Codeine.
that's all for today. The one favor that I ask is to email the podcast to a coworker or a colleague in the entertainment or media business. I believe they call that social currency or perhaps it's called my marketing budget. But either way, you can connect or follow me on LinkedIn. Just search for your modest host and producer here, Sean McNulty, and you'll get a preview of some of the headlines each day before the uh, podcast goes up. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm gonna be-